Welcome back to another edition of Hashtag Alvarado Excellence as we continue our summer podcast of getting to know our new program directors and head coaches and all that kind of fun stuff. And with us today is new head girls soccer coach, Ms. Taylor Brown. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Pretty good as far as I'm aware. <laughs> we'll just go ahead and, and jump right into it. And for starters, just tell us a little bit about, about yourself, your family, your past experience with soccer, maybe as a player, all that kind of good stuff. Just let us know a little bit about Coach Taylor Brown. Okay. Um, I was born and raised in Cleburne, Texas. We'll I like forgive you about that. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> My joke, I like to say, don't hold it against me. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I have four sisters, so I make five girls. Wow. Um, my dad's a fireman in Cleveland, and my mom's a teacher. I went to Cleveland High School. I was on varsity all four years and captain for three. I played for Sting West uh, Royal, my select team, uh, right. in high school. And then I went to Howard Payne to play soccer my freshman and sophomore year. My junior year, I went to Midwestern State and played there. And then I finished at Howard Payne University. That's actually where I met my husband. He was playing baseball at the time. And uh, he does sales, and we have a two-year-old son named Carson. He, well, he'll be two in September. He thinks he's already about four. Right. (laughs) That doesn't change. They always think they're about two years ahead. Oh, yeah. So, other than having went to school at the best university ever. Uh Uh-huh. So, tell us a little bit about your experience. Just as a, what have you learned as a player, whether it be at Cleburne or Higher Payne or your club team, whatever it was, what did you learn from the coaches that, that maybe you take with you as now that you're a, you're an, you were an assistant coach this year and now as a head coach? What are some things you've learned that you'll, you'll take with you that you've, you've learned as a player? Well, honestly, uh, that was one of the reasons I wanted to be a teacher and a coach because you have those coaches that make an impact on your life. And, and I still remember them now, whether it's high school or college or select. And I wanted to be that for the kids. And I had a lot of coaches that helped me to get to where I am today. And so I want the the athletes to look back and think Coach Brown was really invested in me, not just on the field, but also in my day-to-day life and and helping me to succeed. And so that's why I want to be for them. So talk to me about your first year as an assistant coach this year. What was that experience like and and getting to to know the girls a bit? You have a lot of them coming back. You didn't have very many seniors. And again, to go to the experience the playoffs and and learn under Coach Horner, who, you know, has the the run right now of the most – you know, consecutive bi-district championships right now with the girls' soccer, about six or seven of them in a row. I can't remember off the top of my head. but Probably seven. You. She's been here seven. So, there you go. so it's probably seven. You're right. Yeah. So just uh, tell us a little about your experience this year and, and how your first year as an assistant was. Well, um, probably the best year to start because it was COVID year. And right. so you would think hopefully it would only get easier from wearing the mask all day on the bus, on the field, out in the, you know. Right. Started in the heat because of, um, you know, preseason. We're out in August. But – Honestly, it helped in the cold, so <laughs> I guess during the games it wasn't bad. But Coach Horner, she best year to come in because not only did she help me in the coaching aspect, but also as a teacher, we both taught um, business information management, so she really helped me my first year teaching. And just to get to learn from her, I mean, not a lot of coaches get to do that. And coming into the girls, like you said, uh, we only had four graduate, four graduate, so that's good odds for me and. The girls are great. Uh, couldn't ask for a better team to come into, so I'm really excited about that. All right. And then, how about you mentioned the you know first year to teach, first year to be to coach. What was that like trying to to balance everything? Your first years, you know, coaching, teaching, all the extra COVID stuff going along with it, having a 
almost two-year-old at home. Just talk about the, the balance of, of coaching, teaching, home life, and just how, how much more, I guess, you know, have to be balancing act now that you're a head coach. You think hopefully, ideally, since COVID isn't um, as much as a worry as it was, that it would ideally be easier. Uh, I like being busy, though. I'm used to it. I don't like sitting still, and so that's, that will be in my benefit. Um, I don't know. I'm really – I'm just excited to see it uh, from the head coaching point of view. And the players right now, my seniors, they um, – so their junior year, we wore the mask. Their sophomore year – their season was cut short. So they're the only group that have had a year with a varsity that was normal. And right. so all the other girls will get to grow together. And so I think that's a perfect time to come in as well, too, is, is we'll be doing it as a team. All right, and then tell everybody a little bit about the, I guess, the style of soccer. Not not a whole lot of people maybe understand, hey, there, there's not a – Youth Soccer Association in Alvarado. Maybe not a whole lot of people know just a ton about soccer, but just talk about what your style of soccer would, would be, maybe if it contrasts to what Coach Horner might have done. So just tell us a little bit about what your style and what you hope to, to bring to the girls next year. Uh, one of my goals is obviously growing the program. Uh, we want to have a JV team, and, and I was able to be involved with the junior high. So the freshmen coming in, I coached them in the junior high. So uh-huh. that's really not a lot of places you get to go and you're able to do that. Um, building the program is one of my goals, uh, but mine and Coach Horner's coaching, I don't think it would really vary that much because we both really like to set formations based on what players you have or what, what teams you're playing. And um, obviously you want to um, have your formation based on your assets and your strengths, and I, I feel like that's the way she did as well. So I don't know how much it would really vary really just to depend on how the season goes. Right. Gotcha. Help me and others who may maybe not understand soccer a lot. Uh, it seems to me that a, a sport where you're playing, where you're, run, you're outdoors and you're in shorts should not be played in January or February. <laughs> Honestly, so <laughs> <laughs> most colleges you play in the fall. So. Right. So you're in the heat, and then you come to high school, and you're in the cold. And as a player, I love that because – You would prefer the cold. Yes. Like, when the ball hit you, obviously that hurt. But right. when you're in the cold, I felt like my energy was able to – I was able to conserve it longer, and I didn't get as worn out as I did in 100-degree in heat running around for 90 minutes. Um, so I actually prefer it, but from the coaching standpoint, I think – Almost got frostbite on my right, toes. You're not, you're not as active and running around like the players are as a yes, coach, right? Yeah, so um, I didn't really like it from that standpoint. <laughs> <laughs> but, yes, yeah, sir, so that's – All right, so tell us a little bit about just in the in the classroom because we talk about – we talk to coaches and, hey, how's your team going to do and all this kind of good stuff. But uh, tell us a little bit about just the, the teaching at, at Alvarado High School and your experience, you know, in the classroom over there with – you know, Mr. McGee, and you said Coach Horner helped you out, and uh, no, a lot of the support that y'all get at the high school from the administrators. Just talk about a little bit about the, the teaching aspect of things and kind of trying to mold that into your time as a head coach as well. Well, uh, this is actually my favorite story that I like to say about Alvarado. So right. it was my first year. So um, for a new teacher orientation, we had to come to the administration building, and I'd never been to the administration building. I'd honestly only ever been to the junior high. Because that's where we played the games at. 
and you're nervous. It's your first day. You don't know where to go. And I remember pulling up, and you have all of admin outside the building. Mm -hmm. They're standing there ready to greet you, happy to, to meet you. This is where you're going. Smiles on their faces in the heat. I mean, this is in August, early August. Right. In, in their dress clothes, happy with a smile on their face. And that's really one of my favorite stories to tell people because I really sh think that shows our Alvarado excellence. We're not just saying it. We're, we're Our admin is leading it. They're out here in, in nice dress pants, hot, welcoming their new hires. And I remember telling Dr. Estes that in um, one of the orientation classes. I was like, man, my mom's a teacher. I know other teachers. And not everyone can say that. And I feel like that just shows what we want to have here. And uh, from the teaching aspect, uh, Mr. McGee, Coach Horner, um, Mr. Pennington across the hall. I mean, there are so many teachers that I don't even want to start listing because I don't want to list someone off. Well, don't, don't mention Mr. Pennington. His yeah. is big enough. I know. Uh, let's call him my work best friend. But <laughs> uh, um, everyone here has just been so, so welcoming. You have um, trying to help me in the classroom or like – I had a bunch of head coaches texting me saying, hey, if you need help with this or, you know, we're here for you. And you can't really get that support everywhere. And and that really helps you succeed in the classroom. And I ended up really loving teaching business information management because we were able to, I don't know if a lot of people know about BIM, but one of the big things we did was we created a resume. And I feel like that's something the students can work use wherever they go because right. you're going to be in the workforce no matter what and so that's something they can take from high school and here's my resume so I really like that aspect of it and we had a bunch of students get certified in Microsoft Word so that was a big goal for us and really just having the support here is, is what made you like makes us so successful and really is the perfect setup to be a head coach you have admin that is here to lead you on and you have Coach Dixon and Coach Malone, so you're set up for success. When you look at the, when you get to March or April, hopefully we're, we'll talk after April once you all get done in Georgetown, right? Yeah. <laughs> so talk about what are some some goals that when you get to the end of the season, you look back and you say these are the things that I want I want us to accomplish, whether it off the field with the girls or on the field with the girls. So actually, I have three goals that um, if they're accomplished, then I know I've had a successful successful season. Um, my first one is is that um, I want to grow the program. So, I mean, obviously that's going to take some work, and yeah. who knows how long it will take. But if the program grows at all, the long-term goal is obviously JV and a freshman team. But just getting more growth in the program would be, okay, I know that this year we've succeeded so far. Uh, my second goal would be to make it further in playoffs than we did this year. So I want to make a, a long um, playoff push. And I just want to beat so far my record from last year with Coach Warner because uh -huh. uh, it's the best I've done, you know, and, and make it further than that. And I'm like, okay, if we've done that, I'll consider that a successful season. And the third thing would be having all my seniors know, A, I know what college I'm going, going to, or B, I know where I'm going to play college soccer, or C, I know where I'm going to work. I'm, I'm joining the workforce. This is what I'm going to do by the time they graduate. So having my seniors know what their next step in their life is going to be would be my third way of knowing, okay, I've had a successful season as a head coach. Gotcha. All right, and then, you know, talking a little bit about next year's team, you lose your, lose your goalie mm -hmm. and, and a couple others, but most of your – most of your offense returns. Yes. Almost all of your offense returns. You had a, a couple juniors, a couple freshmen that contributed quite a bit. So 
Just talk about where you're, where you're at, where your expectations are heading into, heading into the fall, and uh, are there any goalies just laying around that maybe there's a maybe there's a six foot two girl goalie somewhere we just don't know we just don't know yet. Maybe she moved in over the summer, but uh, I guess what are your expectations and and kind of using those those girls that have been there for a couple of years to use them as leaders going forward and making that push past the second round of the playoffs. Um. Honestly, this summer has been has been great. We have a lot of girls who came to our summer camp to help, and, and that's volunteering 8 to almost 11.30, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday in their summer. And then we have a big group going to summer league in Waxahachie, so they're taking the time to drive out there. They're the ones planning it. They're bringing all the equipment. They, you know, coaches can't be involved. So that's all them. Right. So that right there is showing their dedication to the program, to the team, and to themselves, you know, on getting better. Um, I actually have uh, one junior high girl that's going to be a freshman and um, another student who I think is going to be a sophomore but wasn't in the program last year that are, are looking at being goalies. So luckily they're, they're wanting to step up and, and hopefully fill that role. So, I mean, you couldn't ask for more. You have girls, you know, putting in the work in, whether it's summer league. We, have, we had a lot of girls at um, SAC as well are strength and conditioning for the summer. So that just shows that that they're ready, they're they're invested, and, and they want the program to be successful. All right, and then another thing to kind of look at is it's one of the tougher soccer areas, especially for at the 4A level. You know, I think you're in a, in a district. I don't remember, did, did Heritage win state this year? Yes. Of course they did. Yeah. And then they won it a couple years ago, right? Yeah. Of course they did. <laughs> and so uh, just talk about the, you know, the difficulty, I guess, of your girls and their, of their schedule, how, the, how difficult the schedule is going to be and how that, you know, prepares them for things like a long playoff run and and how do you outside of a, a schedule where you're playing heritage having to play heritage twice or uh, I can't remember who the other one was was it life or somebody that was pretty good outside of playing those two teams how do you prepare them for success on the field and getting past that second round is it tough for tournaments how do you what do you look for there honestly it's just time playing together because we have a all of our girls are really athletic individually, you know, and it's just learning to work in, in a different formation with different girls because they're used to playing either select ball or, or not as a, as a team. So it's really just building that culture of working together to, to make it far. And honestly, it's kind of best, like, it's not a downside to have heritage in our district because if you're playing the best, you're ready for the best, you right. know, and and that would be potentially who would be running up against later on. And so it's it's nice to be able to try the different strategies or change formations up or or different plays to see what we can do to, to beat the best and, and to be the best. And I think that really could set us up for success. All right, very good. And that that is just about it. Is there anything else you want to add that let all of our – two million listeners <laughs> uh, know about Coach Brown or anything? Uh, as long as they're not holding the Cleveland against me. Um, no, no. As long as you got here. I mean, you're, you know, Cleveland's in the past. That's yeah. all right. You can put it behind you. Yeah, We call Alvarado home now. That's right. There you go. Yeah. Um, I'm just really excited to be here. Um, now I get to start with the junior high and and then be with, involved with varsity as well. So building the program and um, I'm honored to get this position, and I don't know if I should say this. I don't know if Coach Stevens wants people to know that he's actually really nice, but <laughs> <laughs> one thing I remember, uh, it was our very first game, he emailed me, and he was like, 
obviously this isn't word for word. Um, it's based off memory, but he was pretty much saying that this is the day that, you know, you get to make a difference in these kids' lives, and you get to be a mentor, and you get to help shape them, and that's just really something that I want to carry on with me, you know, and, and not take like lightly that I get to help them and, and be a part of succeeding on the field and off the field and I actually printed that to keep it. So right. I don't want him to know, but <laughs> it'll be our little secret. Yeah. We won't tell him. Yeah. No one will know. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm just excited to get to help these kids and, and really be a mentor to them like others have been for me. All right. Well, very good. Well, congratulations on the, the new gig and, uh, good luck going forward, and we'll uh, we'll all be at Charles Head Stadium cheering you guys on next year. All right. That's what we like to hear. Bring a bring a heater. All right, we we definitely will, and we will be we will not be wearing shorts <laughs> <laughs> like the, like your players will. So all right, and until next time, hashtag Alvarado Excellence.